Welcome back to the Nerds of Night podcast. I'm Cheyenne. With me today is Cody. Yo. And we're going to be breaking down some NBA trade deadline possible trades. Most of these are going to be about Anthony Davis and where we think the teams that will probably have a chance to trade them and what their trades are going to be. So, what team you want to do first, Cody? Well, I mean, I would just knock out the obvious two. Okay, okay. So, I guess we'll do the Lakers first. And my first trade I have written down. It's a bit it's a bit of a big trade for LA, but I think they're gonna have to give up this much to get Anthony Davis. It's KCP, Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, and Zubak for Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill. And there's definitely gonna have to be a couple picks in there from LA. So I put it I put that much because I feel like if they're gonna trade the Lakers. They're gonna make them take one of their bad contracts back. It's like we gotta dump Solomon Hill because we don't want him. Like if we're going, we're tanking. We don't want them on our team anymore. That's fair. <clears throat> and I just don't like even that trade. I wouldn't take if I'm. I don't know if I'd take that if I'm Pelicans. Okay. Well, they've already offered a trade of Lonzo Kuzma. It's Rondo and Michael Beasley, right? Okay, well, okay, yeah, the first one reported was Michael Beasley with Kuzma, Lonzo, and Zubat, I think, were the first. I don't know. if Yeah, for New Orleans, there's no asset there. Like, if they're going to do a trade, Ingram has to be in it because Ingram is the only piece they have that has any sort of future star potential. I don't think Lonzo ever amounts to maybe, like, a fringe all-star at best. Yeah, I think Ingram's definitely yeah. the only player that is like a future all-star on that team. I like Josh Hart a lot, though. I think he can be definitely like a starting person on a championship Which is team. why I think L.A. wants to keep him. Exactly. I don't think he's... That's the, the one guy that they're not really throwing out there. Like, if New Orleans demands it, yeah, you throw him in. Because he's like a... He can do pretty much anything, so... But they're sneakily, I think, trying to make sure that he's not involved. Yeah, I mean... I think the Lakers has a lot to give up, of course, but you're getting Anthony Davis back... And he wants well, to is play it a lot to give up though? Like, cause well, I mean, for the same reason that New Orleans probably doesn't want that deal. Well, here's my thing though: if you give up all that right now, your team is Anthony Davis, Solomon Hill, LeBron, Rondo, Josh Hart. Well, no, in this trade, I have Josh Hart in there. It's like in the oh. trade I wrote down. Okay. So you give up all your young players. So what? Like you're rolling out LeBron and AD and a bunch of nobodies. Like, is that good enough to win a finals? It worked with Cleveland. They didn't win. I guess they when they won, they had Kyrie. That's fair. But AD's better than Kyrie. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that puts them on near the same level. I still don't think they beat the Warriors this year with that, but then they always have enough cap space next this year. This year, no, but next summer. Next year they sign they Kyrie won, or would they yeah. sign Clay Thompson or whoever they sign. Yeah, I think that's more than enough to compete at a high level. So we got that <laughs> trip out the way. The second obvious one would be Boston. Which can't happen till this summer. So, it's the only trade I have that would have to wait till yeah. Every other trade is made for the trade deadline, but this one I guess would have to wait. I thought about throwing Kyrie in the trade just to make it work for now, but there's no way they're gonna trade Kyrie for Anthony Davis. This one is Marcus. Well, I don't know. With all the talk of him going to New York and all that bullshit that came out, they like, should trade him somewhere else and then trade. I think for, you should just offload his ass now. Trade trade him to like the Nets or whatever you can get from the Nets and then trade. I don't know if the Nets give anything up. The Nets are happy with what they got, and when they add Jimmy Butler this summer, he's just gonna ruin that young team like he ruined Minnesota. I mean, yeah, probably. 
But for Boston, I got Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Jabari Bird, and then you'll probably have to give up Jabari Bird. He was the only one that I had needed like an extra million dollars to make the contracts work. Okay. Just for AD. (laughs) And I think you'll have to give up uh, probably your Clippers pick this year. The Memphis pick, absolutely. And the Memphis pick. I think you might be able to hold the Kings pick because the Kings pick's not good. But you'll have to get the Clippers and the Memphis pick. Throw in that deal. Two to three first-round picks. I think that's actually a decent trade for... I know it's not it's not, uh, it's not Tatum. But you get... You say you keep... They're not trading Drew Holiday in that scenario. So you have Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. I guess Terry Rozier is an expiring. So you could probably flip Terry Rozier for somewhere else. But... I like the Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday backcourt. It gives you a nice little piece to build around. And they're all under contract for a little bit. Like Brown's a restricted free agent in two years. And you have his rights. And Marcus Smart's just signed a four-year deal, so it's not like he's not leaving anytime soon. And those picks, that Memphis pick, is if they keep it this year, it's like top five, top eight this year, top five this year, and then top ten the next year, and then completely unprotected in 2021. Yeah. Which I don't think Memphis is going to be good by that time. So you can get a top, probably a top five pick in 2021. That'd be nice. If not a late lottery pick this year or next year. Okay, from New Orleans' perspective, though, you got to think that they definitely want Tatum. If yeah. they're going to try to make a deal this summer, it's going to most likely be Tatum with another young piece or two plus picks. I just wouldn't give up Tatum at all. See, that's, that's the other thing you got to think about is... They're hinging on this summer getting some monster deal from Boston. So if they don't do a trade now, before the deadline, what happens if they wait till this summer and then Boston just won't give up Tatum or won't give them a better offer? Because at that point, you got to weigh like doing it now versus waiting for what Boston could potentially give you. Right, and... I think it comes. I think it really comes down to if Tatum's going to be in the deal. But I think that Memphis pick is good. Like that's the best asset they had, and it's like which is fair. But what if it's just if a you're bad Boston draft class? If like, you're Boston, do you throw? If you throw Tatum, do you still have the Memphis pick in? Like I think it's like one or the other. I don't think Boston's going to give up both because I know it's a bad draft class. But you never know. That could be. We don't know. It's two, like two years from now, three years from now. You never know the next. That's just it. Like, are you willing to take that bet? on giving up a, a top five player in the NBA for potential potential top five picks two or three years from now. Hey, it doesn't matter. I don't know. If they lose Anthony Davis, they're going to go to Seattle anyways. The franchise Which, is leaving. I mean, that's fair. I'm okay with that. I hope it. I, I, I that's hope the bad it. thing about New Orleans. Like That's one of the main reasons Anthony Davis probably wouldn't want to stay there anyway is because even with him now and when they were winning, nobody shows up to the games. If you watch a Pelicans game, the stands are half empty. Just they couldn't even game. win with Chris Paul. Like that's they lost two of the top. Each when they played, they were top ten players of all. Like they're that's it. Chris Paul's top ten at one point, probably top five at one point when he his height. Possibly. Yeah. And they lost both of them for nothing. Like we don't know nothing for AD yet, but that Chris Paul trip was not good. Even the one that got the one that got voided was worse than the one that accepted. That's fair. Because yeah. we got Eric Gordon, Chris Kamen, and Al Farouk Amino basically in a couple of picks. Yeah. And Eric Gordon left immediately. Chris Kamen left immediately. Well, he came in even player. Did did they just buy him out? I think he played for the one year. And then he was like a he like had two years with his deal. I remember Eric Gordon begged them not to match his contract when he signed with Phoenix. And then as soon as it was over with Phoenix, he went straight to Houston. Yeah. 
I mean, with New Orleans. But I guess yeah, the Boston trade's interesting. They definitely like I lowballed an offer on my paper, but it's I think I don't know. Like, is Anthony Day like? It all depends if Kyrie like this summer's big because yeah, you're talking about they're waiting for this Boston offer. What if Kyrie leaves? Then Boston's not gonna trade for Anthony Davis because they know they can't keep him. Well, I mean, it's Boston. Boston. Well, if you give up all the trade assets to get him, and then Kyrie still leaves, then yeah, you're kind of just left with AD. But I think AD is an easier piece to build around than Kyrie is. But it's like if Kyrie goes to LA, and then it's like, <clears throat> then it's well, it's then AD is like, well, I don't want to go to Boston at all. If you trade for me, I'm just leaving in a year because Kyrie just signed with LeBron, and as soon as my contract's up, I'm going right there to play with those two. So, Which is what he's saying he's going to do anyway. Regardless of who gets him, if it's not the Lakers, he says it's a one-year rental and he's going to L.A. anyway. Right. Which that could just be... That should be just talk. Smoke. Like, Paul that George said that. Nothing. There was talk about Kawhi when he was only going to re-sign with the... He wanted to know the Clippers, Lakers, what, Nets? Was this three teams or some stuff like that? Or is that Jimmy Butler had the three? Jimmy Butler's the one that had the Clippers, Lakers, Nets, Knicks, right? Something like that. Yeah, like, Kawhi's never, like, outright said he wants to go to, L- to the Lakers. I think Uncle Dennis said about going to the Clippers when Uncle Dennis was running around. But talk about Kawhi, my number three trade on here is with the Raptors. And it's Jonas Valanciunas, OG, Siakam, and Malachi Richards for Anthony Davis. If Toronto gets AD, I think that is one of the scariest places he could go. I think it's a lot to give up for Toronto, obviously, giving up Siakam and OG, two young players. But Siakam's 25 already. Because he came with the league older. So it's like, he's really not that much younger than AD. So it's like you're flipping him for two years older than him. Yeah. But, I mean, he's definitely all-star. Fr- Did he make the all-star team this year? If not, he's like... I don't think he... He's all-star fringe. He should definitely... If he did not, he, he should have been. actually got one of the reserve spots. I like... We both like... Possibly o- not, though. We both like OG a lot. I know you really wanted to be on the Nuggets two years ago when they drafted. You got drafted one one spot one before. One pick ahead. It was the, it was the same draft that we traded uh, Utah the rights to Donovan Mitchell. Oh, for Trey Lyles, right? For Trey Lyles in the twenty second or twenty third pick, and then and then Toronto took OG one spot before us. But it's okay because we're still doing fine. Which I give up. Joe Valanciunas, I don't think it's a lot to give up if you're getting AD back because it's definitely an up a way bigger upgrade over AD. He's a nice piece, but you put AD there, then I guess OG's a tough one. Delu, OJ, and Siakam both at your bench. If you, I would like to sub out one of them if possible for like Fred Van Vliet or something like that. Yeah, I, and my thing I kept. If I'm Toronto, I definitely don't start with an offer of OG. And no, Siakam. I think you put yeah you put Fred Van Vliet in one of the OG or Siakam spots. I just want to keep Van Vliet maybe because Lowry's getting older, and that way you could you know with. Flip Lowry down the road if Fred stays better. But to be fair, there's so many young guards that you could snag. Good guards are everywhere. The Nuggets in. showed that with Monte Morris starting for them this year. Love that man. But uh, I think for the Pelicans side, they're going to want OG and Siakam. I don't know what their use for Fred VanVleet is. I don't think he's, he's a good player, but I think they'd rather have those two. But I think that package, if that's offered, I don't think he can turn that down if you're New Orleans. Like, if it comes to... if Say Kyrie comes out in public and says, I'm not resigning in Boston. So Boston's like, they're not going to trade for AD. And then the Lakers offer never comes. And this they offer, like the day before the trade deadline, 
Toronto's like, we'll give you this and like two first round picks unprotected in like 2024. I highly doubt they do unprotected. Oh, we give, give you one like we'll, we'll give you like a pick swap in 20. Like they give you a pick down the road. Because if you're giving up OG and Siakam, you're not giving two unprotected first. But I think if they get that trade, I think Toronto's a decent thing to build around. And they can still be pretty good if you say they keep Drew Holiday. I think a Drew Holiday with OG and Siakam, that's a team that could probably they're on the level of the Kings, the Kings team right now, which is eighth, ninth in the West. That's a team that I know they haven't been able to build around A D, but you might get you can you're young enough and you still have pieces, you could probably make another move and get someone for that. Possibly. If you're bad enough this year, you get a good pick. Because I think if they trade AD now, they could bottom they could bottom out and probably end up getting like a top ten pick or top five pick. So say you add like RJ Barrett or Cam Reddish to this team, that's gonna be a, a decent quarter build around. I don't know. Everything I see says this draft just drops off a fucking mountain after Zion goes one. I think the three it's the three. Like I think RJ Barrett's good. Everyone's saying RJ Barrett is not good. I like I like him. Wrong, like, I mean he's good collegiately, but when people are like looking three or four years down the road and trying to predict where he's gonna be NBA wise, they're saying it's not looking great. I like Cam Reddish more than I like I think him and RJ though, it's like we they're not gonna be superstars, but I mean look at People didn't. People. Jalen Brunson was a second round pick, and he plays minutes for the Mavericks. Monte Morris was undrafted or a second round pick. Second round. So it's like they might be just standard role players or quality starters, but they're not going to be like all NBA type players. Like Zion's supposed to be like the high running. Like he could be one of the. He'd be a future MVP candidate. It's like well, there's also things like I don't think RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish are going to suck in the NBA, and that's like a good. That's a good thing to pick. Shoutouts to the. Ja Morant or whatever. A Ja Morant or whatever. Ja Morant. I I have him with a higher upside than RJ and Cam. Where's he Where's he go to college at? Murray State. Something Murray like that. State. I have not seen anything. I've heard of his name and I know he's supposed to be up there, but I've not seen any. He's of just his like hyper athletic, shooting guard, small forward, like lengthy, offensively gifted, super athletic. He'll be the next Dennis Smith Jr. Hey man, DSJ could be something still. It's been a year. <laughs> Year and a half. Give the man a break. So we'll move on to my number four destination. It's the Nuggets. So, Cody, I have the Nuggets giving up Will Barton, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Juan Hernan Gomez for AD. As the resident and only Nuggets fan in this general vicinity. Is that too much? I don't... I can't let you keep Gary Harris. Anthony Davis and Jokic is an ideal pairing. And you still have Gary Harris there on the perimeter doing stuff. You still have Monte Morris. You don't have a three at all in this scenario because you lose Barton, Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. But I fixed that, Cody. It's a You're not going to like this one. I traded Paul Millsap straight up for Otto Porter Jr. See, I'm okay with that, honestly. The if, problem is, well, you have to get AD and then do. What's well, the thing? I have you get the AD trade and then you flip Millsap for Porter Jr. Even though he's got a, like an extra year that Millsap doesn't as deal. Or Millsap's expiring this year, and Otto Porter's got like next year. I think it's expiring. It's not expiring this year. And then Porter's got like two years extra. It's like a year or year extra, two years extra than Millsap. So it's like you get to take a contract on. But my only problem with that is whenever Beasley 
I like Malik and Morris come up. I like Malik. We're not gonna be able to pay them what someone else is gonna offer them. So then you could flip. That's why I was like, I put other wings. You could flip Millsap for like Kenton Bazemore this year. So he's expiring contract, but I think he's a decent three and D wing that can play. Just he won't have to be the. He's not even the number. He comes in like if Nuggets get AD in this scenario, you won't even. He'd be the number four option behind Jokic, Davis, and Gary Harris. So. I think Kent Bazemore would fit just perfectly in that little row, that role. I don't know. My ideal trade would be... See, I, I honestly don't want to give up Murray either. Well, I don't want to give Malik Beasley because I think Malik oh, Beasley is good. Rid, I'm not getting rid of Malik. Malik is I think of our the, best bench player of the three between him, Monte Morris, and Wancho. I think Malik is going to end up being the best of the three. I think you'd have to go up two of the three between Barton, Murray, and Harris to get AD. See, I don't think you have to give up Barton. Like honestly, I think you could get away with. I just to make Jamal contracts Murray. work a little bit. I think I have to you need Barton's money, and Millsap makes too much. So if you put Millsap in the deal, you'd have to take on like Solomon Hill or Etwan Moore back, or even like Miritich back from the Pelicans. On a side note, there's talks of us just trying to get Miritich. I, think I don't know why. Like, I guess that would be okay to have him come off the bench. I think he'd be but. fit. He'd fit next. He's a like, he shoots threes. So I think he'd stretch the floor really nicely for Jokic, and he basically like a better Trey Lyles. My ideal that I would give up though is I would give up like Jamal Murray. I'd hate if not keep Jamal Murray and then maybe give up Gary Harris because. As good as Gary is, and he's probably my favorite player on the team, he's becoming to be labeled as injury-prone. Right. And I feel like his ceiling is a little lower than what Jamal could be. And I just want to see Jamal Murray with Jokic and AD, because that would be like... That'd be a fun team. Stunning. No, I think Jamal Murray might be their best asset, and that's why I had to put him in the trade. Which I feel if it came down to it, we'd have to give him up. It'd the Pelicans, the Pelicans would want Jamal back because you think about on their side, Jamal and Drew Holiday together. They can both play. Off that's ball basically like Jamal so. and Gary Harris. Except Drew Holiday is better than Gary Harris right now. He's a better version of Gary. Like Gary Harris I is still young. He's younger. That's the thing. It's like not by much. Like eh, a few years, I guess. I think Gary Harris could be Drew Holiday in a couple years. Like that qual, that level of defender. He's not that far off. So he's like an. Yeah. A fur only first team defensive guy, which is and he can still play offense, and then Murray is just all offense. He can play not really good on defense, but they would match up he really tries well every once in a while. I don't know. Basically, think, ideally, I would love to see it be like Murray picks whatever picks you want to throw in there, and then like Trey Lyles and Wancho, and then I guess would you get a quarter money doesn't work. See, Porter is the X factor for this whole team because as good as the Nuggets are right now, you have no idea what they're going to be when Porter comes in. Right, you can't make him worse. So it's absolutely. like if, if he's good, if he's just even, if he's he can be anywhere. He's like the ideal three, four for that four team. power forward to put in. Oh, I know. That lineup. And but if you're New Orleans, are you going to want Michael Porter back? Most likely, right? Uh yeah, I would say so. But the other thing you got to think about is the other player that hasn't even played for the Nuggets yet, Isaiah Thomas. Like, if he comes in as anything, then I think it's even more likely that it'd be okay to give up Murray at this point. Well, that's why I, I put that down. I, mean, I guess you say we could probably take Will Barton out of this trade. 
and put Paul Millsap in, then you would have to take back like Solomon Hill back in contracts. Well, see, I would be okay with adding like one guy like that. But you're not. It's like the thing is, you're not signing free agents anyways. You already have AD on the team, so you can you cap space doesn't matter at that point since you're all just you pay lu- already set. you pay luxury tax. Your owner's Stan Kroenke. He has money. He's not gonna care. But the only team he's ever pumped money into is the Rams. Is the Rams? Hey, he pays Arsenal a lot of money. No, he doesn't. I know. Arsenal fans are pissed that he doesn't spend enough money for them. I don't know how he doesn't. And hockey. the Nuggets haven't paid the luxury tax since I think like they haven't really been good enough to pay the luxury tax. Two thousand twelve, something like that, maybe. So they haven't really been good enough to pay the luxury tax except the year. Well, with the Mello. year they well the twenty twelve or whatever when they hit the, like, three the franchise record for most wins. George the, Carl got coach of the year. Is that when they, they lost the Golden State in the year. first round? I don't know if it was first round. Yeah, it must have been. That the Ty Lawson, Wilson, Chandler, Gallinari year? I think Iguodala was still there, wasn't he? Yeah, that was the year, yeah. At that point. That was the year, like, two years after the Melo trade when they had all those players still. Yeah, that was a good... I like that, I like that Nuggets team. Poor Ty Lawson. Poor George Carl got fired right after that season. Wins coach of the year and then gets fired, which is why... There's all these jokes about Malone winning Coach of the Year this year, and then Kroenke just being like, "Get the fuck out." Well, I guess I don't think Kron like I know Kroenke. I think his son's the one that like runs day to day of that team, right? I think yeah, I think the younger Kroenke, and then like Tim Connolly is our uh, like president of basketball operations. I know Kroenke. That man is amazing. I love that guy. I know Kroenke owns the Nuggets, Arsenal, the Rams, and then the Avalanche for. Yeah. Hockey. I don't know anything about what he does with the Avalanche. I mean, follow hockey very little when it's not Colorado. I don't think he was there when they won their Stanley Cup in the early 2000s, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I have no idea on that one. But from that, Nuggets, I moved to this. At this point, I don't think any of these trades get accepted except for maybe one. But I was like, what other teams would make offers for AD? So it's the Clippers offer. It's not the it's not the best. It's Gallinari, Lou Will, Montrez Harold. Jerome Robinson picks for AD and Antoine Moore. But honestly, if you stop and look at it from a New Orleans perspective, that's not a bad haul to get back. Well, that's no, like Lou Williams is old. There's no young talent there, I guess. No, I was like I don't like if I'm the Clippers, I don't give up. I think like, this is what I would give up. I think mean, the Clippers like they have cap space. I think we can get Butler, or we can get. They still probably think they can get Kawhi, or even KD. They think we can get. We have enough money to get play in this free agency class. So it's like. Gallinari's got a year left, so we'd get Gallinari because he's not expensive. He's got one year left in his deal. Lou Will's got one left. I think Harold's really good. Montrez is good. And I think Jerome Robinson's still an interesting prospect. I don't think they give up Shea Gillis Alexander. I think you have to if you're trying to be serious. Yeah, I mean, so I think you can throw him in the deal too. And then you take AD, and then Etwan Moore makes eight a year for the next two years to so kind of help them take a little contracts off their book, but... I don't think New Orleans. Except, I mean, that might be a decent trade for New Orleans if they go to if he goes to the Clippers. That could be fun because then definitely I think you could see Jimmy Butler going to the Clippers or. So the, in this scenario, like Tobias just leaves in free agency. Well, he could stay because well, you wouldn't keep him with Jimmy Butler. You could. You'd have to pay Tobias. And Tobias, if you sign Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, you could sign a free agent first and then sign. Uh, Tobias after you sign somebody, but then you'd be in the luxury tax at that point. I don't think Balmer would care because he saw his bird rights. To be fair, I would rather have Tobias than Jimmy. Oh, me too. I think Tobias and but even with that, from team, just a toxicity standpoint, like Jimmy Butler's proven to be just an arrogant asshole. Yeah, I like Harold though. That's the things like you look at this trade. Like, if you get up, take Gills Alexander too, instead of like you take Lou Will out of it or you keep Lou Will in for contracts. 
Like, a Shea Gildress, Drew Robinson, Montrez Harrell, Will Core is not a bad. I think Harrell's under, wildly underrated. That man energy level is off the charts. He's a better Kenneth Fareed than Kenneth Reed was. A more sustainable Kenneth Fareed. He's done it for Fareed had, what, two seasons of but quality? what are you going to win with that? You'd be like, are you just? You'd be like the Clippers are now, basically. Are you just hyping on the fact that the picks you would get from the Clippers, who at that point wouldn't be, they wouldn't be good picks, right? So you'd end up with almost. Like I said, that's not the best. A high energy guy. That wouldn't be the best trade. And if Shea Gilgis Alexander magically develops high offensive skills. Yeah, the next trade is is my probably my lowest of low ball offers. If Portland offers them CJ McCollum, Zach Collins, and a bunch of picks for AD. But what's wrong with that? To be fair, I think Portland, aside from Toronto and Denver, I think Portland is the other like quality team that could make a legitimate offer. I think I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's the length of CJ's deal, which bothers, I think, New Orleans. I think he's only got two years, and it's like, well, then he's going to walk right after. But to be fair, who the hell's coming to New Orleans any other way? Actually, you, you the to, only way you're getting somebody is trading and drafting. You got to take a risk. I think C- and CJ has the potential to be a solid second option. And like I said, there in all this scenario, that you're going to suck for a while. So let him be the first option for a year to get some decent picks, and hopefully that's enough to entice him to. Make I think a CJ Drew Holiday backcourt is a really good backcourt. It may be a better pairing than CJ and Dame since one plays defense and one doesn't. Yeah, and then they could work off each other. Zach Collins is a nice young big man. Zach Collins is dope. Like that's a good pick to keep. Anything else doesn't make the contracts worse. So if you think like if a if Portland did want, the thing is Portland has a lot of bad contracts too. So it seems like well we won't you can take Solomon Hill we'll take Evan Turner back you're not really getting anything from that you're getting more money. But that's the thing is like there's only those are only two real assets unless you gave up draft picks so I think they would have to give up a bunch of draft picks for. Them. Oh yeah, picks are gonna be absolutely included in any Anthony Davis trade mm. because New Orleans knows that's the only way they're getting talent. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So I mean, picks are just one to two first round picks minimum. But I don't think if you're New Orleans, if you're Portland, I don't think you tra- you probably have to give up Nurkic, maybe. But I don't think I think Zach Collins is better than Nurkic. I'd I'd rather give up Nurkic than Collins, but from a New Orleans perspective, they're gonna want Collins over Nurkic. But I mean, if you're talking about Portland, if you're getting AD Dame and Nurkic as your three, that's a pretty like I think they could really do damage with that. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm not- and AD alone, Nurkic just kind of helps as like a decent interior guy. If he can, like, not foul out. I was reading something online. I can't remember what upset it was. It wasn't the ringer, but I don't remember what it was. They're talking about uh, basically kind of crapping on AD. It's like AD complains that they didn't build around him. But it's like, go back and look at the, uh, the people around Dame and look what he's done with that team. I was like, that's not a bad point. Outside of it's CJ, not. that team was bad for a while. And I did hear that mentioned on the ringer. Somewhere. Was that the ringer? I don't know where I saw it at. I don't, like, I can't remember what website it was. We get all our knowledge from the ringer. It's okay. Most of it. Quality, guys. Quality. But I think it's like you'd say Drew Holiday and CJ McCollum are comparable talents. I think they're about the same level. And AD's made, what, one playoff, two playoff trips in his career, won one playoff series. And Damon Lillard's won, like, at least he's been to, he's won a couple playoffs. He's been to playoffs pretty much every year. Except with the one year they were sucked and they got Zach Collins. The one shout-out, though, is who did – 
AD beat in that one playoff series. See, I thought about that when I was saying that. I was like, well, he did. They did sweep. <laughs> but, I mean, that was AD's one playoff win in, what, eight years? It's been eight years? No. He got drafted in 20, 2012, so seven years. This would be seven seasons. Seven or six years. Wow. I didn't think it had been that long. Because 2012 was John Wall, 2011 was Kyrie, and then 2012 is AD, Michael K. Michael Kid Gilchrist. I'm sorry, Charlotte. I'm well, sorry. what a time. Uh, number seven. This is you hate this trade already. I already feel it. It's Clay Thompson, Draymond Green for AD and Etwan Moore. Why the hell would you not offer that though? That's the sneaky thing. Is that's the one thing that no one's really talking it's about? It's because Clay's afraid of this year. So I think this. I would say this almost is a summer trade, and it's like a sign and trade with Clay. They basically sign Clay to the max. Trade him and Draymond to New Orleans. Then they get Clay under contract, Drew Holiday under contract, Draymond picks definitely. Cousins resigns for another one year deal. And then you put AD. It's like that's the trade. Like I want this to happen. I don't care. Like I don't. I love. I don't. I don't want Golden State to win forever. But it's like if, I'd rather him go to the Golden State than go to the Lakers. To be honest with you. That's fair. Like, I don't want to see LA get him. I'm sick of LeBron doing this. I don't like LeBron orchestrating bullshit. Yeah, I'd rather him go to Golden State and like, which I think is funny because he said, "Oh, I'm okay with, you know, building with this young." And then core. six months, really like in, three months in, he's like, "Get rid of everybody." He's like, "Nope, this shit ain't." Fire working. Luke Walton and hire Jason Kidd. Did you see that? <sighs> That's trash. When is Jason Kidd proven to be a quality coach at all? Never. Even with the Nets in Milwaukee, was never good. To be fair, LeBron's only had one good coach, and he didn't get to pick that one. Well, yeah, Spolstra. I like. Coach. I think I like Luke Walton. I think they need to let which Luke is, Walton yeah, give him which, time. He's a good coach, and I think he's going to be more successful once he gets his next job after this one. Because I think it's inevitable that if he gets if he makes it through this season, if he, he gets make fired it into next season. If he gets fired this year, like anytime, I think you just call Steve Kerr up. Let me come back to the Warriors and be a bench coach for a minute. Go back there, learn some more stuff. And to be fair, you think Steve Kerr sticks around too awful lot? No, it's like you go back up there. I think he's got another five, six years maybe. And I think Golden State would take him back because I think they'd rather have Luke Walton be their coach than Mike Brown. I don't think Ron Adams is ever going to be a head coach. He's been an assistant his whole career. Yeah. And I like Jason Collins. I think it's Jason Collins. The twin. It's one of the Collins twins coaches for... Really? Yeah. I see him on the bench all the time. He's an assistant coach. I don't think he's ready to be the coach. So I think they definitely take Luke Walton back. And why would you turn down the Warriors' job? Even if Durant leaves, you still got Curry. Clay Thompson's most likely going to re-sign with you guys anyways. That's still a championship-level team. I think so. I don't think he leaves. I just don't see the point. In, I don't even see the point in Durant leaving. Like, if you're winning championship every year, why would you leave? I guess to go do it yourself. But it's like I would say, uh, if I was them, I'd think that would get boring. They're already talking about how they coast the regular season because there's no point. Like, I mean, it gets boring, but why would you want to go somewhere else and not win? For Clay Thompson, there's no downside for resigning because he was drafted by that team. So it's not like if he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the, it's like, well, go to the Lakers and just join a team that's a little less good than your Warriors team you're just on. Like, I don't get the point in that. Just might as well keep it and stay there. But I think that team, if they. That's the one team that could always have a hand in just about any major. If Clay Thompson agreed to resign in New Orleans, you can't turn that deal down because you got a star player. I think there's Draymond, no way in hell he would do that. No, but. it would have to be. 
some kind of shenanigans where they re-sign him. Maybe December of next. This might be a next year trade. Like, if they re-sign him to the max and they don't give him a no-trade contract, and then as soon as, like, December 15th next year hits, they're like, hey, Clay, hate to do this to you, but, uh... Peace out, bro. Bop. Which would be very... I don't think they would do that to Clay since he's been there that long. But that would be very dirty. But I could see I could see them doing it. You know what I mean? There's no loyalty in professional sports. That's very true. Shout out to Jalen Brown saying that. Jalen Jalen Rose saying that back in uh, Grant Land days. But my number eight pick is the uh, 76ers. And it's uh, Ben Simmons, Marco Foles, uh, Zaire Smith, and then to make contract work, Justin Patton and Amir Johnson for Anthony Davis. Okay. I, I think mean, that's I think that's a win-win for both sides. I think I don't see it ever even being an offer. I don't that's I mean, thrown out there. I think the six the for Pelicans if they get that offer you get Ben Simmons, you automatically accept that cuz I think you have his rights basically for the same time you have AD. Which to be fair like I know I'm not saying that that Simmons isn't a good player, but he's not the best player that would be available to them via trade with any of these other teams. I definitely think Tatum's better than Ben Simmons. So I think Tatum. See, I kind of put them on the same level. Like, who's the best fringe player? All NBA teams. Who's the best player you think could get traded for Anthony Davis in this scenario? Ooh, that's rough. Um, ideally, Clay Thompson. Well, yeah, if we're just going best overall players mentioned, then yeah, probably some of the stars in Golden State, but I don't know. I like CJ. I think CJ could be... CJ's already proven that he can be effective on a good team. Yeah. But as far as young talent goes, I, I guess of all of them, I would take Tatum. I mean, my personal instinct would be like Jamal Murray, but Jamal Murray has proven nothing yet. Right. No, I don't know. I think Ben Simmons definitely is. I think Ben Simmons is definitely an All NBA caliber player. I think he can be. I think he's going to make a couple third teams in his career. I don't know if he ever gets the first team level. But oh, I, never, I don't see first team, not unless he, you know, develops. A my only shot. problem with that is I don't know if you want to put AD and Joel and Bead together down low. I, I know that's a nice mix, but. Fuck, trade him Jimmy Butler, too, and ask for Drew Holiday back. Just swap swap Simmons and Drew Holiday. I mean, Simmons and Butler for AD and Drew Holiday. That's insane. I know Philly talked about trying to trade for... I've been rumored they should trade for Drew Holiday, but I think the Pelicans came out and said they have no interest in trading him at all. Like a, I think like a Fultz, Zaire Smith, the 2021 Heat pick, and maybe Wilson Chandler for Drew Holiday would be a decent trade. I mean, I'd throw it out there. Oh, like if I'm New Orleans, it's like you're not going anywhere, anyways. You're losing AD, so why why hang on to Drew Holiday? You're not getting anyone in fancy to make you better. And I think Fultz, for all his flaws, he's still young. You still want contract. He's still an unknown talent. You don't know what he's gonna be in it. Zara Smith is on a rookie deal, so it's like you have both these people theoretically for like seven years still. If you they mad that you get them for they sign their qual they qualifying offers, and then. Wilson Taylor's an expiring contract, so you just get rid of him the next year anyways. So you try to flip him or whatever. And that Heat pick, 
2021 pick could be really good. Do he have no interest? I thought about putting Miami down here, but I just don't think their assets are worth a lot. I mean, you got Goran Dragic, who's past prime. You have Richardson and who's the other? And they don't really have cap space. Like, there's Justice Winslow, Richardson. Like Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Like, if you try to do, like, make a deal. I mean, you, have, you probably throw Whiteside in there just to get rid of him. Yeah, but then you'd probably have to take up, like, they'd probably make you take Solomon Hill and Utah Moore back. And then you still have cap space this but summer. at that point, to... you got AD. So, if you're Miami, I think you do that just because. But they wouldn't even have money this year to sign anybody for agency. So, it's like, he'd probably just leave anyways. Unless you could, Pat Riley gets, a, gets his fingers in him for a year. It's like, hey, don't worry. We'll get rid of uh, Kelly Olenek that contract offer books and something else and then 2020 summer we'll bring in whoever the free agents in 2020 are I can't really think of anybody right now 2020 but. class is trash like Draymond is like number one yikes and then after that it just falls off a cliff <laughs> we'll trade for Durant <laughs> Miami no shot I guess enjoy your weather because that's all you've got for now my last trade for the AD is probably the worst trade on here it's Milwaukee and I but did, dude, AD and Giannis on the same I didn't team. want to give up Giannis, and I didn't want to... Oh, there's no way in hell Giannis is untouchable. I didn't want to give up... Uh, what's my guy's name? The second best player. Why am I blanking on his name right now? I didn't. Talk about Chris Middleton, are you? Yeah, Chris Middleton. Yeah, I didn't. Chris Middleton would be an absolute buy. Like, There's I, no way in hell he doesn't leave. In a he's trade. a free agent anyway, so I don't know if New Orleans would trade for him just because he'd leave anyways. But Speaking of it, you think anybody can throw some of Max? Uh, I bet Middleton gets a near-max offer from someone. I think if it's not... Someone's going to strike out and throw him way more money than he's worth. I could see him pairing with somebody. So, like, say Kyrie stays put in Boston and all this stuff happens. I can see Middleton and Durant go. If they go to New York, like, that'd be a good pairing. I think, like, the Nets have two max spots. So, if they get Butler and you can't get anyone else, Butler and Middleton would be nice. Wouldn't they play the same spot? And you can play them at the same time. It just Positions be, don't exist. You just be anymore. long. Yeah. I think if the Clippers, like if they can make space and they don't get anybody, you get Tobias and Middleton. That's a decent thing. Or like, fuck, if the Lakers don't get anybody, adding Middleton to that team wouldn't be... I think Middleton's good. So I just... I think he's going to... Either he'd be paired with somebody or he'll just be like... I think you're right. If the Knicks don't get anybody... I could see them trying to, like, Tobias and Middleton, you're coming to New York. Amari again. Yep. Or, like, someone like the the Kings or something like that, throwing them money. I don't, they have, I don't think they have space. They, no, the Kings have space. They might. But I like Middleton a lot. I think he's definitely, I think, he's, like, a top 30 player in the NBA right now. I don't want to say top. He might be top 20, but I don't want to sit here and rank point. top 20 people. It's hard to decide. But this trade is... It's not good. It's Eric Bledsoe, Tony Snell, Thon Maker, DJ Wilson, Dante DiVincenzo, Malcolm Brogdon, and Sterling Brown for AD and Solomon Hill. Basically every buck besides Giannis and uh, Chris Milton. And then you take Hill's contract back. We're just going to say no and move on? Yeah. Because that's... That I'll, making that's a trade... Horrible. Well, even if you had Middleton, there's no one on that Milwaukee team that's like worth value. Like, that's their best young players. Brogdon, DiVincenzo, Brown, Maker. Which Thon wants out anyway. 
Like, I don't because he's not getting the play. Milwaukee's got Giannis and Middleton, so I think they just, they're going to bring Middleton back. I'd guarantee, I'd almost guarantee it. And then you got to figure out, you got to flip the rest of that for people that fit around, which they do kind of fit around Giannis. If you watch this season, so it's actually not a bad team. Is can Giannis lead a team to the playoffs? Let's come back out of essentially nowhere. Yeah, I think Brogdon's older. I think he is what he is. Like when he won Rookie of the Year, it's like he's just the same player. We just kind of forget about him. He's not flashy at all. Well, that's all my AD trades. If you can think of any more teams, like I was trying to think that I couldn't think of anything for the Pacers. No, the Pacers. Well. The Pacers have the assets, but I don't think I don't think you go that route. No. The Pacers have cap space. That actually might be a team if they could sign Middleton would be I think they'd be too afraid of A D just leaving though. Yeah, that's I case. don't think they have the quality to keep him. Especially what you'd have to give up to get A D. Like if you get it to add A D, I think that would be a great team. But it's like you'd have to give up probably Sabonis and Turner. Probably everyone but Oladipo to get him. It's like can you just sell Oladipo and A D on Indiana? Probably not. But I think the I think the Pacers this year's a wash that Old Depot's out for the rest of the year. But I think if they can try to sign like a middle tier person, a Tobias Harris maybe, or that team could be a contender next year for sure. Depending how everything else shakes out in the East, if AD stays West, because if AD goes East to Boston or Philadelphia, then or Toronto even, then it's like now you're kind of situation where if we spend money, are we going to be good enough to win? Do you just bottom out? Like what's the what do you do at that point? I just hope someone gets injured. Hope between the Kawhi AD and they, oh, they, they're injury prone before. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Hopefully someone tears an ACL. Speaking of torn ACLs, what do you think about the KP trade to Dallas? I think it's one of the first Knicks moves that is probably going to end up being in their favor. KP is... He's proven that he can be a good player. If he can stay healthy, which I think is the case for just about any player, is if they can stay healthy. But I think, why would you keep him if he said he didn't want to be there? Like, because you, uh, my thing is like, because he can't really leave. He isn't the restricted free agent. So it's like, you get, if he signs, if he tries to sign another team, you just match the offer. Unless he actually calls the bluff and sakes, just accepts the qualifying offer for one year, one million, which I don't think anyone's ever done. They're saying he could be the first to actually go through with it. I saw that in the ringer. They were talking about that. Like it's like Ben Gordon's the only one that's done it before, but no one has. Well, yeah, it was like Ben Gordon. And I think they threw out like Michael Olowokandi. Yeah, nobody like, in like recent memory. But I guess my point is, I kind of go through. I think we don't know how he's going to be. He's been injured for almost a year now. It's a torn ACL. He's seven foot three. You don't know what he's going to come back to be like. If he came back and was like a shell of himself, then you don't have any value for him. And I think you finally got, as much as it sucks to lose KP, but this is the price you pay for, they basically paid for Phil Jackson's mistakes. And Well, not, it, wasn't, it wasn't even Phil Jackson that signed Tim Hardaway. It was the guy after Phil Jackson. But you got finally all the contracts off your back books. They finally got rid of everything. So... Just got to finally, don't let Dennis Smith Jr. win you games you're not supposed to win this year. Just bottom out, get the number one pick, get Zion, and then... Hopefully pull some this summer. And then try to get try to get Durant. Like, ideal scenario is you put Durant with Zion, and then Kyrie. Durant, Kyrie, and Zion. But even if you don't get... My thing is, like, even if you don't get Kyrie, if you get Durant and Zion, and you get any of the other free agents, maybe even Jimmy Butler... 
See, I wouldn't want Butler. I'd go for Clay. I think that would just be insane. Put Clay and Durant with Zion, and then in New York, all the, in ideally swap Dennis Smith somewhere else. Sorry, Dennis. No, I mean Dennis can still let him be point guard. Whatever you got him, you got Trier, who's not bad. Yeah, I'd say that's a dude team. I you can bring Mitchell back Robinson off the bench, like as a. You can like, bring back Canner. Canner be from with that team. Uh, Canner's no. I don't think. I think they. You think they waived uh, Wes Matthews and DeAndre Jordan? I think Wes gets bought out definitely. DeAndre too. I, I bet yeah, they're just gonna buy them both out. You think they make any more moves? You think they try to flip Enos Cantor before the deadline? Yeah, I can see them still trying to move him. I don't know where, but there, there's definitely a possibility that he could bounce out somewhere. But yeah, New, New York's just absolutely banking on this summer. And from a Dallas perspective, say KP comes back and is perfectly healthy from here on out. It's a win for them because you put that with Luca, and if both of them agree to stay and can accept just playing in Dallas. Yeah, I think that's the thing is Dallas, your ba- your your hope is the exact opposite of New York's. New York's like, we hope KP never turns out to be KP again and we get these two players. And then for Dallas, like, I hope KP turns out to just come back from injury exactly how he left. We put him in Luca, and then Luca. They both want to stay in Dallas, and we have a formidable twosome for the next ten plus years, and we can mess around and win a championship. But my thing is, they don't. They proven they can't sign players. We saw that before. They've never been able to sign anybody. DeAndre Jordan backing out the first time. Yep. They what? They're supposed to get Boogie, and Boogie never came. Well, Boogie got injured yeah. the one time. They got Chandler. They got Chandler Parsons over when he was a hot free agent signing. That man made way too. He's made way too much money in his career for playing. Like hasn't played since. I don't think he's played really since Houston. Did anyone pick him up after Memphis? Memphis still has him, don't they? I thought they let him go. I thought they bought him out. Maybe they might. Or we're going to. Or I, I don't think he signed anywhere. If he's not with Memphis, he's just nowhere. They both gave him massive deals. Such, I don't think he's ever been. Has he ever been quality? I don't think so. He was decent in Houston. He was on the team where I think this last time with Houston was a year that Dame Lillard hit the buzzer beater to beat Houston in Game Six. What a, what a year that was! Was that 2013? I forget how long ago James Harden went to Houston. It felt it's felt like he hasn't been there that long, but then it's like man, it's been he's been there forever. It's been Oklahoma, a while, the three at Oklahoma State have not been together for a long time. I'm okay with that. But other teams that can make a trade, I don't really. Maybe Washington moves someone before the deadline, but I think the deadline's pretty much set at this point. There might be little small moves, but I don't so think got big options. You got I, Memphis. Yeah, I guess the Conley, Conley and Gasol are both quality players that, if traded to the right spot, could definitely help a new team. That is true. I think. Uh, what was I gonna say? Conley, you said Conley to Utah might be a possibility, which I think that would work which out. I don't know, like, yeah, there's just rumors of. Maybe, maybe Bradley Beal gets moved. I wouldn't mind watching Bradley Beal go to one of these quality teams. Like, go to Bradley Beal to. <sighs> hey, Bradley Beal Toronto wouldn't be too bad. You have OG for him. Oh, you'd have to give up more than just OG. OG. You'd have to give up exactly what you give up for AD, but you give OG and Valanciunas or something like that, or. Probably OG, OG and Fred VanVleet. You have to go more than that. You didn't get the game. Bradley Beal is in all NBA quality. Mm, 
I don't know. I like Beal, but I don't think Beal's all NBA quality. I think he's like. In, you think he's better than CJ McCollum? I qualify them about the same. Remember all those times they talk about just swapping those two, Beal and McCollum, and see how it worked out? Yeah. I wouldn't mind in that. I don't know. I think Portland makes $30 million a year. Wow. I, thought, I didn't realize he made that much money. Oh, yeah, dude. He's Well, he's, at, at that one point, he was the highest paid player in, in basketball. He got that major deal, like the first big cap spike. Right. Trade favors Exum and, like, I don't know, some money for Mike Conley and a pick. You won't give up too much for Conley because he don't have that much value, but and he's got three years left in that deal. Holy cow! Oh yeah, it's a horrible deal, but I mean, Mike Conley is is an All NBA quality defensive with offensive potential player. Like that'd be fun. Put him next to. I guess you might have to give away to Rubio too, but Rubio's expiring after this year, so maybe like you might have to throw in give me Memphis some expirings to. Expirings, or you're gonna have to give a first round pick. That way, they can get rid of their what's it called? Get rid of their cap space, but give them like a lottery protected first round with yeah, like favors and some skill player, young talent, something. Anything else in me ways we talk about? I mean, I guess there's Marcus Soul. Yeah, I just don't know. I'd say Gasol, like, he's probably got a couple more years in him of solid play. But I think I, I would give up more for Connolly than I would give up for Gasol. I guess the Bulls are listening to offers for everyone but Laurie Markin and Wendell Carter Jr. Who do you want off that team that's not one of them, though? Levine, maybe. You want a guy who's just going to jack hey, up? Hey, I, I don't want Levine, so that's maybe Levine. 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 Who else in that team is in quality? I Justin mean, Holiday, I like him. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. He's the third Holiday brother. His Drew's in New Orleans. And they traded him. He's not with Chicago. Where's anymore. Justin Holiday at? Look it up. I, I can't. Yeah, scratch that day. He plays for he plays for Memphis now. But no, I think like Levine or Levine's the only one on that team that's even worth anything. You don't want Jabari? No, he's going to be... A, well, he's a team. They can get rid of... He's a free agent anyway this year. They time for a... Two, they could probably... They're going to decline his team option. He's going to go straight back to free agency. We'll know him. We'll sign him. Vet minimum already. Yep. Poor guy. He was supposed to be so good. That happens when you tear both your ACLs within a year of playing. And then Giannis became better than you and he was supposed to be the franchise savior. You think the Sixers move off Fultz at all? Honestly, I don't see why you would. You still don't know what he could be. If this whole diagnosis that's been brought up and everything is legit and he's not just like BSing it, right? then yeah, maybe he has been hurt this whole time. And then you go from there and hopefully he gets back in a mental state that is, you know, positive. It's a different situation than Nuggets with Porter, but it's kind of the same. It's like your team's already good without him. When he comes back, he's not, can't make your team worse. Yeah, it's almost impossible to become worse. So it's like you could basically just ride the deal out. If he becomes a role player and helps your team depth-wise, it's good. If he becomes a starter, 
even better. Then even better. Like, just roll the dice with him. And if he's like, if he becomes just a solid, like a decent role player, then just let him go in free agency or don't give him a big deal. It's kind of like with Porter the Nuggets. Like, don't, it's like, if you don't trade Porter, then it's like you basically, when he comes back, you're like adding someone that you already had on the books. And to be fair, no one knows what they have the opportunity to be more than the team they're with now. Right. Like, Denver knows, you know, what's progressing. They know what more than what they have than, than anyone else knows what they have. Same thing with Philly and Fultz. Like, Hey, I guess he left Philly for a while, so they probably don't even know what they have with Fultz. That's right. I really can't think of any other teams that would make a trade. Like, I was trying to think of San Antonio if they could get in it, but I couldn't really think of anything for what they would have to give up to get 80. Like, I wonder if San Antonio put in an offer for KP. There was a rumor. There was rumors that they were going to, exactly, and then like, he just went to Dallas like instantly. Okay, well, they say instantly, but... They were probably shopping like around they, a while, yeah, then. It, it was, I'd say, at least days to, like, a week or more in the making. But, I mean, we haven't heard any leaked KP trades until he went to Dallas. And, like, one of these deals that build up, like the AD deal, the Kawhi deal that build up for months. Yeah. I would have liked to see him in Dallas. I mean, uh, in San Antonio. You probably would have to give up... Probably a young player, like, I'm trying to think. Like, maybe... I don't know, maybe DeJounte or maybe Lonnie Walker or Bertans, maybe. Bertans gets no love. Nope. Hey, he should have been the three-point shootout. You see that? Yeah. Had to be invite only, but they invited Dirk or whatever. Yeah. Or something They like said that. something about Bertans didn't qualify because the amount of threes he shot. Which but then is garbage. He shot way, then Dirk's only shot, like, the lowest amount like, ever to be in the three-point contest. Yeah, the, the, and, like, uh, what was it? Seth Curry. Yep. I think was... Did you see Dirk and uh, Dwayne Wade are making the All-Star game? They announced the two legends in the All-Star game. I'm cool with it. I think that's a cool thing for them to do. But where's the Vince Carter love? Now, I, this is much like I... Now that they've done this in the All-Star game, we cannot put All-Stars as Hall of Fame criteria if we're just going to let old people know. All-Stars shouldn't count for shit anyway. Just like Pro Bowls and football should not count. It should be All-Pro for football and All-NBA is what should matter. So it's like... I hate when you people like it's usually like usually most like sports people they're good about it but there's some people that still put all-stars in there but it's mostly like crappy people on Facebook and stuff like that will be like this player's got 18 all-star games it's like well he only made well he's got 10 all-star games well he made one all-NBA team all-stars just a popularity contest and if you're in a weaker conference they're gonna make the all-star game a lot easier but just think about how many players were named to all-star teams that were just trash like like Roy Hibbert made all-star teams made two all-star teams freaking well to be fair that's when you had to have a center but exactly but it's like even now it's like when you have to think 12 deep in the Eastern Conference that 12th player in the Eastern Conference isn't that good I don't know man I'd say there's a solid 20 players in the East I don't know like Siakam makes he makes the, did he make the all-star game did we see that I don't remember if he actually did or not. I know D'Angelo Russell got... But say D'Angelo Russell, right? He got the Aladipo spot. But he might not make All-NBA. He probably won't make All-NBA this year. But if he makes All-Star for like 10 years, was he? you care about a 10-to All-Star? He was never an All-NBA player. That shouldn't really matter. In I bet he... Things. Yeah. You think he think leaves the hits. You think he leaves the Nets this year? Who? D'Angelo Russell is a free agent. He's restricted. Oh, no. They'll match. You think he'll get a max? I don't see a max, not yet. To be fair, like, he went from nothing to this year kind of blowing up. Right. 
I guess the last team we haven't talked about at all. Do you think Phoenix does anything? They get Lonzo, whatever. AD Why are they so eventually bad? goes to LA. I don't trust. Like they're just horrible to me. And my thing is like I don't know if they get better because the like we talk about oh Booker's getting better and DeAndre eight and all this stuff. It's like they're playing right now, and they're playing like it, like trash. I think it's they have the second worst owner in basketball. Their team is what it is. For does Phoenix get moved to Seattle, or do they actually have a fan base? Oh no, Phoenix. Like I think the team's been around too long and. Hey, I think Seattle. They have the ability to Seattle's run a long time before they left. I guess that's fair. What do you think they just expand? I don't think the NBA is going to expand soon. They should. I don't think the owners are going to be cool with adding more teams. The revenue split, I think. Most owners would be like, hell no. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, the fact that Siakam did not make an all-star team. Disgusting. Nah. Yeah, I know. He did not make it. Chris Middleton got the nod instead. That's good for Chris Middleton, though. Yeah. I guess he kind of earned it. Hey, the Bucks still the one seed in the East? That's between. I thought, no, Toronto's got to be the one seed. I thought, I thought it was between, I know it was between the, uh, the Bucks and the Raptors for the one seed. Pretty sure Toronto's still. Toronto's oh, no. got, like, the second or third best record in the NBA. Bucks are up by one game. Are they really? They're thirty-eight and thirteen. Raptors are thirty-seven and sixteen. Pacers still the four seed, but they're tied with Boston. That won't last for long for the Pacers. Who's got the best record in basketball? Uh, Milwaukee. Yep. And the Nuggets, Warriors, Nuggets and Raptors are... all the same record. Well, right, Nuggets are a half game better. They have one less loss. Yeah, they're half game up on Toronto. Shout out to the Pacers having the same record as the Thunder. Good for them. Well, I mean, not now. Let's look at the... To be fair, Indiana will still make the playoffs. I don't think they get home court. I love the East. It's oh, it's never Nothing ever changes. The top five seeds are all like high wins. And then the eight seeds of Heat, 24 and 27. And then you look in the West, and 24 and 27 would make you the 12th seed. <laughs> nothing ever changes in basketball. The West is always much deeper. The Lakers and Kings would be like the fifth and sixth seeds, and the, yeah, they'd be the fifth and sixth seeds in the East or seventh and eighth because the Nets are twenty-eight wins. You think we'll ever go to six, the top sixteen teams? Or I think it's always going to be eight from each conference. I think they'll just keep it the eight. It was an excellent move to get rid of the. Automatic home court for division winners. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that move was absolutely needed. I don't see it going any farther than that. They're they're not gonna abolish conferences. I did see a cool thing about like restructuring it all and doing it more like like football. Instead of having East and West, you do like like NFC AFC type things. Yeah. And then you can have like Western conference teams. Like, you know, on both sides. I think the only problem about it would probably be travel, but it's 2019, so it's not like travel is a big travel thing. Travel is the most overused excuse. I'd say like, travel well, is like, not... they're professional athletes. Everyone, has, pri- everyone has private jets. Teams have private jets anymore, so travel is not a problem. I would like that, like, resh- like basically just do a reshuffle of divisions. I hear conferences. It's like, 
everything splits. It just yeah, I just have two conferences, and it's like oh, Boston, Golden State, and Milwaukee are in one conference, and then it's like Toronto, Houston, and Philadelphia is in another conference. That'd be cool. Just swap two divisions out completely. Give them the the South division, which like Miami and all that crap. Throw them up, and then bring like the one that's like the Nuggets. Uh, it's Thunder. Minnesota. Minnesota. Put that in the East. Just switch one division apiece. I wouldn't mind that. You have Utah, Denver, Minnesota. Uh, OKC. OKC. Battling it out for in the East. So that'd be your top five seeds in the hey, East. Hey, well, watch out. Nah, you got Toronto and Milwaukee. So. And then you give the West the worst conference in basketball. It's like the Hawks, the Heat, the Magic. The Wizards and Bobcats, or Hornets. I'm sorry. Is that is that really the? Yep. That's the division. Yep. That's trash. Like I said, but one of those are gonna make the playoffs. I think the Heat are right now. I wonder if there's ever been a year where one division's never made the playoffs. Well, it's it, it would have to have been in this last year or two, because before the division winner got it automatically. Right now, the Hornets and Heat are the seventh and eighth seed. We see the Pistons. That's not gonna happen. The Bulls aren't gonna get up there. <laughs> Knicks ten and forty one. Jesus Christ. But to be fair, the Knicks are purposely losing. The this Suns tanking hard. Eleven and forty three. They're not tanking, but still suck. I mean, like to say they're tanking. The Cavs. I hope that the one thing I hope this year before the Cavs all, better not get the top pick. I hope AD doesn't go to the Lakers, and above that, I just hope. Yeah, I hope the Cavs don't get the top pick. If they get the top pick, I'm not watching basketball anymore. Put that down. And record. If Zion goes to the Cavs, I will never watch basketball. Tim Bucks, like, Tim Bucks. I would bet money that if Cleveland got that top pick and drafted Zion, he would just not, he just wouldn't sign. He would just hold out. Oh. Just. Can you go back to college after you get drafted or you have until the combine? No, once you declare for the draft, that's it. I'm pretty sure. How can, like,. I know we're getting off topic here, but we're about to close the podcast anyways. How is it eligible for Kyler Murray to get drafted in baseball and then still play college football? And he got paid money from baseball. Did he get paid? Yeah, he got a signing bonus. That's the thing if he goes to but football. He didn't sign. Well, if he goes to football, he's going to pay back his signing bonus, the whole thing. Oh. Personally, I think you go baseball. There's more money in baseball. There is. But... I guess and that's the A's. I guess. I guess they're going to change his rules. So we're getting too much off topic now. So I guess that's that's all we got for the trade deadline. Is that all you got? Yeah. Well, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Nerds at Night, or the Nerds at Night. My bad. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a comment and rate that podcast. That helps us there. Five stars. And then yeah, we're on Google Play as well. So. With that, this is a work in progress, so just know that it'll eventually get better. It will. Or maybe it won't. Hey, no one's listening anyways. Hey. And we're out.